welcome and thank you for joining us uh, for our first Experience Points podcast. Uh, this is, oh crap, I got to start. That was just yeah. horrible. I thought you'd get through it. But, uh, no, man, I don't know what happened. I just got like, I got, I got a case of the hoof and mouth. All right, welcome and thank you for joining uh, the Experience Point podcast, the podcast about gaining experience points while listening to a podcast, because we need to get any points we can in life. And if a podcast gives you that points, then why not? This is your host, one of your hosts, David Green. Uh, and my other friend here is. This is me. I'm Micah. <laughs> Everybody out there. What's up, David Green? Man, what's up, man? So we're just here. We're just going to talk about the experience. I just want to um, say that intro was not terrible. Thank you. You know, I got to work on it. I didn't think an intro would be hard, but it's pretty hard. Like, it's a, it's it's that bridge. Like, to, it to get could have been like. It almost sounded like you like rehearsed it, or like it could have been like a second intro of another intro. It could have oh, been like, a second like, intro. <laughs> it's almost like you tried to do that three or four times and you just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just gave up. Gave up. That was the best one we got out of the five seconds. <laughs> I'll get better. I just this is my first race, and I just gotta. You know, you, <laughs> It's like when you tell your son when he comes in fourth, like, it's okay. You know, it's your first race. You'll get better. You know, and you, <laughs> and you hope he gets better because then you just lie to him. So <laughs> hopefully I actually do get better. No. But yeah, but it, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the, the whole point of this podcast is just to talk about uh, video games and the experience that they bring and, and, the, and how that experience affects our daily lives and just uh, our social, social structure, social economic structure. Um, and how just different experiences affect uh, the gaming industry. And that sounds really fancy, but that's basically that fluffed up mission oh. objective you put on a resume. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we try to be. Suit and tie, Justin Timberlake. But, <laughs> but uh, the first, our first topic of the day, if we want to just dive right in, um, I don't. I don't want to talk about that crappy uh, apocalypse costume that just uh, came out today for X Men. We want to focus on video games and not. I almost feel like we should just have like the video games aside. We should have just another segment to talk about like horrible things, just in movies or in entertainment in general. Because I feel like I could talk about that for days. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, well, anyway. <coughs> <laughs> just gonna forget about that horrible oh god so bad like out of everything you could have chose like that's what you that's what you said okay okay so um since games are an experience um and i like to consider them art um my first kind of topic i, I was kind of thinking about um after reading a couple of reviews and, and listening to reviews for you know for years um, I hear different reviewers say that their score um, isn't really like indicative of you not buying a game or you not enjoying a game. It's just kind of their personal uh, opinion on, you know, what, what they thought about the game. So um, I was just kind of thinking, are there really truly any bad games? Are, 
or maybe that gaming experience just wasn't for us. And it wasn't necessarily a bad game. It was just that experience just wasn't for us. So I was just, that's what I just kind of wanted to start off talking about because like, I love Dynasty Wars and people rag on that game and think it's horrible. Yeah, I love those people. <laughs> it's not, but I love, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just fun. Like I can just go in there and play for hours on end and just not have to worry about it. I don't have to think. It's just fun to me. I like collecting the heroes. And even though the story is cheap and the voice acting is subpar, like it's just so fun just to watch those terrible cutscenes. The fighting, the fight cutscenes are pretty legit, but it's just a fun game to play. Like I'm playing Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. And that game is so freaking fun right now. I'm collecting all the mobile suits and the characters. Like it's so fun. And and people, I mean, don't they like, hate that game. They are literally just the same thing over and over and over. And I don't, and like I've said this before, I feel like I want someone to do an experiment where they show the brain of someone who plays these games because it's just, it's just repetitive. And I don't get like, I don't get like, you see, once you see the, the same move over and over again, don't you think like, that would be enough. Like, how can you play upwards to seven hours <laughs> same moves over and over again? I don't no, get it. I got like sixty hours in Dynasty Warriors Gundam right now. Oh like sixty God. hours. Well, but that's the thing. It's just I don't think it's a bad game. Like, I mean, Dynasty Warriors. I mean, obviously it sells. Like, it doesn't sell like phenomenal numbers, but it sells uh, decent enough numbers that I mean, they can make. They can keep making them. Granted, they just basically recycle the same, you know, character models and artwork uh, over and over again. But I think it's just, a, it's just enjoyable to me. And I think that game caters to someone like me, where sometimes I just, I don't mind playing that repetitive motion over and over and over again. Um, I don't think that makes it a bad game. Cause I mean, technically uh, shots fired Assassin's Creed is basically the same thing over and over and over again, except with aliens randomly or something with uh, animus and uh, who knows. I mean, I don't want to defend the Assassin's Creed franchise in any way, but I mean, <laughs> I don't feel like I have played all the way through Assassin's Creed 2, and I feel like every moment in that game is very good. I've played a little bit of Black Flag, I've played a little bit of Unity. Yeah. I've pretty much played a little bit of every single one, and the only one I've finished has been Assassin's Creed 2. And I can just say that uh, those games are repetitive, but I think they're a different kind of repetitive. I think, I think they have a mission structure in which you're not fighting a ton, a horde of enemies. Obviously, you're fighting, you're just trying to, you're trying to get through one little room that they set up for you. And I mean, it's the same for like the Arkham games. Like all those Arkham games could technically be repetitive. And I mean, I guess you could say any video game could be technically. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I was actually going to say that technically any any platformer game or any shooting shooting game technically is repetitive. It's really the story, I guess, if you want to say. But here's here's where I make the distinction. This is where I make the distinction. I uh, like line in the sand. This is something like. What I would say is that when I play in Assassin's Creed, the few that I've played, that if I play through, I just finished Arkham Knight, I can definitively say that although there are missions and, and you're doing the same thing as far as the fighting system, and you're doing the same thing as far as 
it's thrown at you every single time in a different, yeah. fresh way. They throw in a new challenge. They throw in a new thing. Okay, so it's not point, like it's not static. Yeah, there's one point where they there's a person who blocks your detective vision, so you can't see through the walls anymore. You have to take that guy out. They yeah. throw. There was one time where I, in one of the side missions where there were like maybe like 20 guys, and they were all together, and like I. It was like basically I had to like be Batman in that moment because it was like yeah. they all have guns. There, you know, so much is going on in that game where I so, feel like when I play the Dynasty Warrior games that I have played, it's literally <laughs> X X X boom. Yeah, X X X. That's a square, but you know. But okay, but but that leads <laughs> that leads. Uh, what technically then is a bad game? Because you were saying that they. It's kind of the same thing, but they they figure out a way to be creative with how they present different the combat to you. Even though the combat technically is the same in every game, they find some way to freshen it up. Uh, they find some way to kind of change that. So I guess you know what what would what how do you categorize like this is a bad game to the core? This there's game, a baseline. There has to be a baseline. Like there's the same thing that goes through like. Q&A type thing. Like, let's say, okay, let's say, let's think of it like this. So, there's Ultra Street Fighter 4, right? That game yeah. came out on PS3, Xbox 360, like, back in June of, like, 2014, something like that, right? Yeah. It's the same game, basically. They didn't change anything. They didn't, there's no mechanics to really change. They added some stuff. They added some characters. But overall, the base game is the exact same thing, right? Yeah. That game is promised to be ported to PS4. Right, and yeah. at launch on PS4, that game does not work. Like it barely. Like, there's button lag. There's input lag. Yeah. That that was a bad. That was, but that's more of a and bad port. That's not necessarily. Ultra like, Street Fighter Four is a good game, but that was just a bad port. But I think there's a baseline to say if you're considering even a, a games that are the same things or that are ports, there's a baseline that says. Oh, this okay. is a bad game yeah, yeah, yeah. stop working. Like any game that glitches, any game that and sometimes the glitches can be fun or funny, but I think any yeah. game that has glitches and and not even I'm talking about software because like the story is just what they glitch. Like they yeah. don't even focus on all these arenas and details. You know, I think that qualifies it to be a bad game, like where things just aren't fun. And even if yeah. people want to go and say, I'm going to take this bad game and do a speed run. Like, maybe they can take it and make it fun for them. <laughs> I don't, I think if you have to make a game fun for yourself, it's just then it's a bad game. It's naturally fun. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good game. And I yeah, think but, it's a preference. But would you agree that, so, but you see, but someone can make that fun for them, but isn't that kind of like art? Like, you can find a way to enjoy certain things, like uh, you know, certain people can look at a painting and say, oh, this is terrible. But and then others can stare at it and then find meaning and start to enjoy that painting. And oh, or, whereas I could just be like, you know, this looks like a bunch of lines and crap, you know, like so like because I know like as a gamer, I want games to be respected as art. Like I think it need that it needs to be respected in that medium as art. Or, some, you know, when some people talk about movies, they're just like, oh, this movie is for them. It's not for us. You know, it has like a cult following. You know, it's a cult classic. Whereas with video games, I feel like we 
we throw, oh, that's just, it's a bad game. I feel like we throw that around all loosey-goosey instead of just saying, oh, well, maybe it wasn't for me, you know? I think I would agree with that, especially if you're going to use, like, the analogy of art. I would agree with that if there weren't already rules and baselines around art that says why this is art. Because it, cause growing up and, and going to school for art and going to school to learn about that and, and being an artist myself, there is a general baseline that says... Well, what is that baseline? I didn't go to school for art. I went to school to learn numbers and stuff. So I didn't learn. I didn't learn how to paint a sun or to, to draw a straight line. I just know how to, you know, type in numbers in Excel. That's all. That's the only thing I. Oh, well, there's just like a general agreement that whatever it is, and I think even if it is just some lines, or there's a general agreement that okay, there's a quality to this. Like someone had a, it had a purpose. It had. Okay. You kind of you gotta uh, fade it out there at the end. Can you repeat that last part? Even though, like with most things, the artists, the directors, the, the authors, and most things, and most media, they have an intended put that like, attention with whatever it is they're trying to push or create. So okay. I think same thing with the video game. I think with, when I think of a game like Dynasty Warriors, I don't think in a there's no like, direction. I don't there's think no there's direction. I think it's the Square square triangle. I'll show you. Telling of the romance of the three kingdoms. It's a, yeah, it's a return to work. Statue of David, you know, it's like you can't, those, like, those are like, no, in the, no, it's so the, of the, they're in the of the, ooh, I'm probably not even using that word. Drawing, right. My line drawing is just as good as the Statue of David, the comparison. 
good but that doesn't make it bad it's just like oh you know it's like it's just like maybe like Krispy Kreme donuts are like the perfect donut versus Dunkin Donuts it's like it doesn't make it a bad donut it's just not as good as Krispy Kreme okay well if you were gonna say that though why would you ever like and I've had this in real life like Kenova versus Chipotle I think Chipotle is a way better freedom sorry anyone out there who likes Jamal is superior, yes. I think there was a phase where I did go to Qdoba because I was it was right next to my house. Qdoba is so close. There was one day where I hadn't had Chipotle in months. I just only had Qdoba. I had Chipotle and I said, I am making a solemn vow to never go to Qdoba ever again if I don't have to. Like, there should be a standard and maybe a gamer's own personal life that says, you know what? This is how far down I'm willing to go to say that this even is a good game because I could probably play bad games for a laugh or with my friends or if I'm doing let's plays or whatever, just to be like whatever. I'm not gonna take this seriously, and I feel like you should never because the game is bad. Micah, you kind of you kind of timed out a little bit. But I don't know. I don't remember what I was saying. But <laughs> no, so I mean, I get that. I guess the like, I guess the other side of the argument. Cause I was just kind of like looking up some articles to see what people kind of thought, and so people were kind of saying, as gamers, we should hold like developers and publishers to a certain standard. That way, we can get better games. That way, we can. And nothing against like Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed, but I mean, a lot of people speak out against those games. Like, why do you guys keep making that every year? And um, uh, Ubisoft said, because you guys keep buying it every year. Like, so why wouldn't they make one? Call of Duty can make a Call of Duty every year because we buy them every year. And some people say those are horrible games. I don't think it's a bad game. I mean, Call of Duty isn't for me. Like, Assassin's Creed isn't for me. But I wouldn't necessarily say that Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty are bad games. They're just not my cup of tea. You know, it's just not my thing. Um, so I mean, I, if you, I think I don't know. I think Assassin's Creed Unity is a bad game. I, I, I wouldn't say that was bad. Game. It's a bad game at launch. No, oh, I can't even say it was. No, it just I, la- I, it launched bad. It was a bad launch. No, it wasn't just a bad launch. I mean, I played it after they patched it, and yeah, it just wasn't. Just there.
I don't know. We're probably not going to agree on it, but I mean, I, I respect, I get what you're saying. I respect your opinion. I just, I guess my thing is, my last thought on this is that I feel like we throw the word, oh, that's a terrible game or that's a bad game. I feel like we throw that word around way too much. And I feel like we don't acknowledge the work that goes into making video games. I, I, I guess I feel like it's, it can be sort of insulting and some people want to be that rude and just like, oh, this game's terrible, I don't care. But I feel like, you know, somebody did like actually take time to make that game. Like, so I guess, I guess we just throw that, I feel like we just throw that word out way too much. Like we're so nitpicky. Just like one thing is off. We're just like, oh, this game is terrible. Just like it was one chapter. One chapter out of the whole game was maybe a bit sluggish or stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we have to agree because I don't, I don't see, I think people have the right, I mean, saying right that people have to think a game is good. I think it definitely is like a first world problem type of issue where it's like, oh man, this $60 game that people spent like three years on, it's horrible, you know, just because of this, that's great, like, yeah. um, and I think people can hate for that type of reason, I think people can hate Call of Duty for those type of reasons, because they, there are just so many and they always make them like, yeah. and I think it, that those people have that right, but I mean, yeah. I think at the end of the day, I'm, Bad games, whether people play them or not, are defined by, in my opinion, by the intention of the developer. You know, I can look at games like, um, like Platinum Games had a Legend of Korra game come out that most people, you know, would say to them they thought was bad. But that was a bad game. They, they did not. <laughs> no, I'm contradicting myself. That game definitely wasn't for me. I say it definitely was not for me and not what I expected. I really enjoyed the Legend, that Legend of Korra game because I'm glad it you was, did. It was an action. It was an action fighter. Like it was a character action game, and people who don't play character action games, they don't understand how they work. So they're like, "Why can't I heal? And why can't I do this and that?" And it's just like, it's because of these reasons. You got to be good, get good, you know. So it's like. I don't know, it's the same um, Devil May Cry, it's the same with people who say those games are bad. Or, Whoa. Or, you know, but... Watch out from that Devil May Cry now. People people can say those games, they think those games are not, you know, it's just, you don't understand them. Like, I think it comes out as a person, your person, like, whoever, the person, personal, like, ability of someone to comprehend. Yeah. And I think that was also part of that whole art thing I was trying to say earlier of like, can a person comprehend this if they want to make it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I guess that is good. Like, good art is something that people can resonate with. Like, anyone, any small joke, just like, oh, that's beautiful. Like, because there's few people that will deny a sunset is beautiful. You know, there are few people that deny that when they go see a, a painting or something, certain certain things that we all recognize as like, oh man, that's beautiful. Like, I, I, okay, I get that, I get that. That's a good way to put it. Somebody, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that was good, that was good, that was good. I like that, I like that. Yeah. So I that, think- That's that a light bulb in my head. That that was the the missing screw. That, that was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good art should be able to resonate with with people. 
like with people, people like most people who played The Last of Us. I don't know a lot. I haven't met anyone that didn't like The Last of Us. It was just, it was just good. It was good. There's no denying that it was, it was just so good. Wow. I mean, I think it just comes down to um, what you, you know, what you really think. Um, I don't know what resonates with you. Like, I don't know, maybe a good game is whatever resonates with you. Yeah. Terrible to society. Yeah, well, that that was my thing with like gaming as art because there are certain things that like resonate with me that don't resonate with other people. Like I, um, like I love level five as a develop like as a as a developer. Like they make you know White Knight Chronicles one and two, and I love those games. And those games, some a lot of people didn't like, and I love it. I love those games. I just love them as a developer because in dark cloud one and two like and some people don't like them but i love the experience i have i love the the story they told and the characters that i got to meet along the way like that resonated with me so much like i love those two games and they will probably never make a white knight chronicle 3 although i would want them to but that it just so a lot of people didn't like it so i i, I get that yeah i think yeah so i i mean i guess that's the great thing about being a gamer is that they're so there's so much variety out there that it's just find something that kind of resonates with you and you know, screw, you know, just kind of screw everybody else. Yeah. But I think you should also, uh, I think people, I think society should be considered, Metacritic stuff that should be considered, you know, in all, like when maybe per- purchasing a game or picking. Yeah. You know, I, I think people, I think opinion or review should be considered. I think they should be considered if you actually read the review. Like if my biggest thing, and this kind of leads on to like a, a, a like the second one, another conversation I want to talk about. It's just like our, and I know a lot of other gaming sites have kind of talked about it, but I just kind of wanted to address it. Um, are review scores still like relevant? Like do, do they, like do they influence when you purchase? Because for me, when I read a review or listen to one, um, I don't even look at the score really. I just want to know, like, when I see a review, I want to know what they liked about it and what they didn't like. Because if what they didn't like, I don't really care about, then I'll just go ahead and buy the game. You know what I mean? If what they really liked is stuff like, uh, I don't think I'll enjoy that, then maybe I'll, I might not buy a game because it's not for me. Like, I like to I like to hear their point, their bullet points on. I like this or this or you know I, I like to hear that I don't really necessarily even look at a score yeah uh, I don't know I feel like I have enjoyed reviews the most when it was just um, you know just the just review just the talking about the game maybe yeah. it might be a couple people just sitting down talking about the game why it's good uh, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind the score. I think I don't like. I don't like the like one out of ten score. I think like IGN. I don't enjoy that. There's a, even a point to like. I don't even get what kind of grading scale that even means. Like <laughs> to an eight point nine. Like all that kind of stuff. Just and I, and I miss the days where games got tens. You know, like I miss um, where a game could get a ten. You know, back in the day. Oh, you kind of faded out there at the end. Oh, 
I was just saying I missed when games got tinned. Um, games don't get tinned anymore, and I think that's just kind of sad um, because no game's going to be perfect, but um, it was nice. Well, I don't think a 10, like, to me, a 10 isn't necessarily, doesn't mean it's a perfect game. It just means the experience that this game has brought is unlike any game that is that that reviewer has played at that time or in that generation. That's what I mean. like, but that's what I mean. Yeah, we like, when's the last time a game ever got a 10? Like, like, it's it's been a long time ago. Like, I think the last game I can remember was Halo 3. Uh, EGM gave what game? Uh, three got a ten uh, uh, with uh, IGN. I thought that was the last game. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Halo three back then was the last game. I can remember I got a ten. So, but even games like that, like I, I feel like that is that's Uncharted three that came out like what? Like, four yeah, they did come out. Of, yeah. Call of Duty, people are gonna buy. Fallout Four, okay. people are gonna buy. They don't need a review. They just need to play. It. Yeah, they don't, yeah. It was the same yeah, with me. That's me with Fallout. Yeah, Fallout Four. You know, like I'll probably pick that game up just because. Oh, I'm definitely buying that game. I don't, I don't, I didn't even need to. As soon as I knew that game was coming out, I was gonna buy it. Like I don't need to. I don't need to see any review. I don't need to see any more gameplay. I'm gonna buy that game. <laughs> I don't think but, that's just. That's AAA game. That's what a AAA game should do. You have to have a review. Um, well, well t- I don't know. I don't like the, and maybe that's I, I'm not gonna have the right terminology for it. But like, that's a it's a kind of a side conversation. Like a AAA game. What's the definition of a AAA game? Should it be a system seller, or is it simply like it depends on this who's publishing it does it depend on who's developing it does it depend on like the art style like what's a triple a game versus maybe like just a an a game uh i think triple a games are if if i'm hoping my definition is correct triple a games is anything that has like a kind of like a movie budget um, but aren't most games i mean most games are super expensive these days though yeah but it's it's a game that has a movie movie budget budget with a huge development staff team yeah. um, that is generally already a major IP or um, it's basically being kind of touted like it has a developer that's really high up like Activision or like EA or something like that. So they have people backing the game that are yeah. going to basically support the game. Like a game like Bayonetta 2 is not really technically a triple A game, even though it should be, you know. But a game like Grand Theft Auto Five is gonna be a game that sells, you know, like how you're saying sells those units. Oh man, dude, it's you know, uh, that game so uh, it's that people are just gonna buy no matter what. And I think that in my opinion is a triple A game. Like you know, Batman Arkham that was a game that I was just gonna buy. Street Fighter Five Oh that that was definitely a game, game that I was just yeah. 
that and those are those are triple triple uh, IP triple titles. Yeah. Do you want to see more or less AAA titles? That's just a random question right here. Because for me, I want to see, I kind of want to, like, I don't mind the amount, but I kind of just want to see just more just original IPs. Like, I just, and I understand that that's, co like, that's a very, very uh, costly investment because you don't know if it's going to pay off. But I just, you know, as gamers, we just like to see new game ideas, like Horizon New Dawn, just to see Gorilla games yeah. make a new ip and like i'm okay. excited to see what kojima does now that he's you know hopefully not working on metal gear anymore like i i can't wait to see what game he makes like and it doesn't even have to be a triple a game whatever game he makes next people are probably just going to be into because it's kojima yeah i think i i think uh, I, I would be I don't know. I think a new IPs are really great, but I think they need to be shown like a game like Horizon was shown. I think they need yeah. to be shown like games like Last Guardian were shown when people see that game eight, eight years ago and they're like, oh, I want this. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I think, you know, games with cool concepts and, and you know, new IPs that could be hopefully more sequel IPs and things like that are, are a good idea. They just, I think it has to be shown yeah. Like, there are so many games out there that are um, amazing that are new IPs that you know don't get that no people don't even know about. Yeah, no, they don't come they, out. You know, they don't get love. Like they don't really get the love they they should. You know, so yeah. like, And I mean, I mean, we're just gonna we're gonna be living in a world for a long time. Where we're just gonna be getting sequels for, for a long time. Like, so I don't, I don't, I think every once in a while we're gonna get like how it's been. That AAA title, like I think Horizon has the potential to be, a, you know, something brand new. But I, I think I'm honestly, late right now, I'm more of a fan of the refreshing of titles like Deus Ex or uh, Tomb Raider and, and things like that. Like I want yeah. the old stuff be brought back, you know, like Battlefront, like it's coming back. You know? oh, so excited about that, yeah. Yeah, I do want to see some nice, like a retelling, or you know. Uh, refre refreshing of a, if you will, a cleansing of the palate of some like old games to be brought back. Like, and I know people hate it, and so many people, and some people are against that. I would love a new Crash Bandicoot. I don't care what anyone says. I would freaking love a new Crash Bandicoot. I would play yeah. the mess out of that game. Yeah, and I think that would be really. I think that'd be really cool, especially with like you look at something like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. And a real, actually good Sonic. <clears throat> a good Sonic. That'd be nice. <laughs> It'd be real nice. Especially, like, did you see, um, I don't know if you had a chance to see that Unreal Engine. Um, some guy yeah. with, with the Sonic. Like, that was so cool to me with Sonic and just like an open world game. And everyone saw that and was just like, yeah, why isn't Sonic open world? Like, just yeah. to run around from like just place to place and city to city, uh, trying to find robotnik and the emeralds oh can you imagine finding seven chaos emeralds in an open world i would oh my i would freaking yeah, love that cool. I like really honestly i just my mind just got blown at the thought of a shadow of the colossus but which the tracks are the enemy that you're like whatever he's running on yeah it's like the thing that you're fighting uh that would be cool and you, you collect the emeralds that way like that in my mind sounds amazing like, mm -hmm. 
why they just don't make the running section. From Sonic Adventure, like, a part of this game. Like, imagine you just run forever and not have to jump on things and platform. I would love that. Just, like, one... I think that's what some people just want. Like, they just want, like, even if it's not every level, just, like, one training level or something where they just run forever. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would just love that. I would just go there and just yeah. run. Put put in music and run. And just, like, I can jump off and on things if I want, but, like, I could just run. It's the same, like, with Burnout. <laughs> you could just, yeah. just run. I like to burn out. That's all I want. I think my life is completely Yeah. Like, I know this new Need for Speed's coming out. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been good. I just have um, I just have one uh, last thing. I kind of want to make this like a, a a cool little segment that that we do, where we kind of where we just kind of promote a game. Doesn't matter how old it is. Doesn't matter how new it is. But a game that we had just a good experience with. Just like even if like um, I would like it just to focus on a game maybe that didn't review review well or didn't sell well um and just kind of just talk about the a game that we had a good experience with just kind of promote it and almost sell it in a way but you know you don't have we don't, we don't have to sell it but like i just think it's cool um just to when people love games that other people didn't like like i just i don't know i just i'm fascinated with that like oh why did you like it and just like for for them just to talk about the little details that they enjoyed like oh wow i never would have guessed someone actually enjoyed doing that. I didn't know you enjoyed the Superman 64 ring challenge and thought it was challenging and enjoyable. Like, you know what I mean? So um, we, I don't know if I want to have us like rotate or not, but like you can start because I can't, I'm trying to think of a game. I like have a couple, but I can't pick one. So a game that yeah, just one, just one that you had just a really good experience with, just like one that you resonated with, if you will. That we're just gonna keep using that. Yeah, a game that just resonated with you, that you just, you just loved it. And I think for me, uh, Kingdom Hearts series, every single Kingdom Hearts game. I, I played, I never played the 3DS ones, but all the Kingdom Hearts games I play will always resonate with. I know it's messed up because of Disney. Most people are like, oh, whatever. But, like, I, Disney was my thing growing up, you know, and to see a game that took Disney characters. I remember seeing that on the Disney Channel when I was a kid, watching them show that game. Like, oh, yeah, we're working on this game where you Final Fantasy characters, which I was like, already like, what? Final Fantasy? And then we're going to hang out with Disney characters. So I was like, okay, I'm so. And I thought it was good. And I remember thinking, man, it's going to be turn based. It's like, no, it's going to be character action-ish, like, real-time fighting, like, and my mind was just blown my first one. I played that game, like, over and over again. The yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2, it was like, I think five or six years later, Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out, and I've been waiting for it, and Kingdom Hearts 2 was just amazing, you know, like, I was the Kingdom Hearts 2 for the rest of my life, like, if I had to have one game to play for the rest of my life, I play So, now the scene was Game Boy Advance one, PlayStation uh, PSP version, you know, just to have those games too. Like every single experience I've ever had. Just kind of faded out at the end. I was just saying every Kingdom Hearts experience I've ever had has been great. So I would just, I would 
Beyond Good and Evil. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the game. Never played a day in my life. It's the first game I would say doesn't have the greatest ending, but I would definitely say it's the first game to show that man, a video game can have can be a movie. It's the first game to really show like, wow, this is this is a different medium. This is yeah. square. You know, it's definitely you can tell stories with this and impactful and powerful. You know, so yeah. What game I had a great experience with? I loved Sonic Adventure 2. I freaking loved that game. I spent so many hours in that Chow Garden trying to get all the different uh, Chow styles and reading up all the game facts on it and just doing all this research on it and having the little, uh, little memory card game and taking that little Chow with me everywhere to make him super fast and win races and get stuff. Like that, I just loved the light and dark side and um, like getting the true ending and playing as like Supersonic and Super Shadow. Like I loved that game. Like that, that was, that game, I just enjoyed it. Like I can just pick that game up anytime and just play it. And I remember just unlock, like unlocking everything in that game, just spending so much time playing it. Like I loved the story. I enjoyed the characters. The music was amazing. No one will ever tell me uh, Pumpkin Hill uh, isn't the one of the greatest uh, songs ever. Uh, so good. Dry Lagoon with Rouge. I mean, I just everything about that game to me was magnificent. I could I could I'd play it today if my Dreamcast didn't break. Uh, I, I just had an immense experience. It was just so great. I loved it. That was one. That was like the only Sonic game besides the ones on Sega that I just had a good time with Sonic. Um, that, that I love that game. I I really want to play it. I I just I just really want them to come out with something like that beats that for me because it that was just such a good game. I love the story and everything. It was just so fun. Um, but uh, so the, that was our show. Thank you for joining us for the Experience Points uh, podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback or anything for us. Um, you can always send us send it our way. Uh, you can email us at gettingexperiencepoints at gmail.com. Um, or you can hit me up on Twitter at uh, Jolly Green Gamer. Um, so, I mean, we always take any feedback. We had a really good time doing this. We're going to try to get better. Um, but, yeah, I really appreciate it. I hope you guys join us again next week. Uh, we're going to try to upload uh, some audio every Friday uh, for a podcast. So, um, hope you stick with us and join us next week. So thank you and have a good experience. Experience the greatest experience that you have yet to experience. <laughs>